Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. It's one of those things. And I see feel all over the place. I feel very, very <laughs> firm about that this week. Yeah, yeah. fan cast. You very happy about? It? I'm I'm very tired for reasons. Yeah, I mean, I was tired too. Last night I went to bed at like eleven, and then woke up at nine fifteen, and I was like, ah, so well rested. That's because the previous night I went to bed at. 3 a.m. <laughs> and then had to awaken at 7 because work. It Sometimes I feel like you you can sleep too much, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, can that make you tired? Yes. Which is an- annoying because then it just makes you want to sleep more. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you get a lethargy and then you get like stuck in a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, recovering from vacation... It's hard. It's Getting tough. back into normal life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. guys, world. it's Canadian Thanksgiving right now. It is. Which means we have a three-day weekend. Yeah, the day that this comes out, it is Canadian Thanksgiving. A holiday. <laughs> yeah. Holiday. I don't know how to sing Madonna's holiday song, so I'm not I didn't know Madonna to. had a holiday song. It's I know the Green holiday. Day had a holiday song. Holiday brings you joy. I don't know. All right. Pop culture. Good. Not my jam. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's let's do the thing. This is our last OC before Riverdale starts. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I actually feel like this was a good episode to end on. Yeah. It's you know it's not a heavy drama episode. It's very um, it's very light and fun. It's it's sort of like the fluff ep- episode that we felt like we wanted after the Bolivar. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah. like Bolivar was like one drama into the next. Yeah. This one was just kind of, and I mean, it did progress the storyline, and there are still mysteries and there was moving drama, forward, and, and there was drama, but this was like, you know, fun drama. Fun and light. <laughs> fun and light drama. It's exactly what we need. Yeah. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that, I think, at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, but for now, let's get into it. This is episode 22, The L.A. The L.A. Can my, I just my, say? That's a dumb title. Yeah, they are stretching this uh, conceit. Yeah. And why? Why was telenovela the only episode? Now, we know it's called the telenovela, but on both of our DVD it menus, a, it's just telenovela. Yeah. Really, you couldn't drop it for this one? They could have, well, I mean, they could have called this one, like, The Club or... The Superstar. The, anything other than calling it The The. The LA. Because for, like, for those who don't know... Los Angeles is the Angels. Exactly. That's why it's the city of Los Angeles, city of the Angels. <sighs> if, if, that would be the Spanish equivalent of going Los the um, Los the Angels. Exactly. I mean, it's the same as like Jugo Juice, which is Juice Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I like Juice Juice as a name. That's a good story. That's name. a great name. I would go to a place that's called Juice Juice. <laughs> Maybe that's our new business. Yeah, you want Juice Juice? Juice Juice. Let's go. Is this some Juice Juice? Uh, this is not talking about the title. Let's get into the actual show. Okay, so can we talk about the fake credits they had, or the fake previously on? Yeah, the previously on. And then it showed Marissa watching a watching Previ- TV. Pre- so it said previously on the OC, then Marissa watching TV where she that's the that's the shot I said where I could see her like hip yeah. Bones. And I remember that's why I remember the shot, and I was like, it did not say that then. Previously on the Valley, and then Summer is watching TV. Which was she was watching Golden Girls. Yeah, but it goes. Previously, previously on, on the, the valley. valley, and then it moves on with its life. And you're like, 
why previously on? So, why? So why do we have to establish this? And we'll we'll learn why they wanted to establish that. But it's clumsy. It's 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 weird. It's like they had a guest writer for it's this like, episode. Well, it's like it's like they're trying to trick you into thinking like, ah, it's been there all along. And you're like, but it hasn't been. I have a teen drama podcast. I pay attention to this show. <laughs> I guess if you're watching it week to week, maybe it uh. It, like, doesn't, you know, affect you as much. Yeah, but... You definitely would not notice it. Yeah. And especially in this time where, you know, there was no PVR. You could record TV shows on, like, a VHS tape. All but right. that's inconvenient. Yeah. No PVR. No streaming. Like, you're not binge-watching stuff. Not a thing. In 2003. Well, so we start out and uh, Seth and Ryan have to return to the motel because Ryan left his watch there. Remember last episode when we were like, maybe there will be a contrived reason that they have to go back to the motel. This, this is the contrived reason. It's right here. And how contrived it is. <laughs> the most contrived. But they got to go back and that motel guy is super creepy. Yeah, he thinks that Teresa was very pretty. Yeah, you'd be a lucky guy. Please sh- please shut up, sir. Please stop talking about how hot, how hot the 17-year-old is. Please, please, owner of a motel in my town, stop talking about <laughs> how hot this 17-year-old is. No one likes it. No one likes it. Uh, but the, but there's a reason, plot-wise, why, why they had to go back to get Ryan's watch, which is which they never get. No, they do no, get it. No, he was wearing his watch. He, 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 he picks it up from the him. old man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they do walk as if they're walking back to her old room, which yeah. is weird. But, but then, then they see what we all expected them to see. Which is Luke. And then Seth is like, oh, did you ask Luke to come? What? <laughs> <laughs> Seth is at his most Seth this episode. Yes, he's very Sething. Uh, but no, it's because there's Julie in her velour suit. And they're real kissing. And they kiss right outside. They hide. Run and hide behind a car in like real teen sleuth mode. This entire like like th- this reveal is set up by I swear, uh, swear to God, a solid two minutes of Seth being like everything's gonna be okay, Ryan. Don't worry about it, Ryan. You don't not gonna be very angsty, Ryan. Don't worry, Ryan. Everything's gonna be fine, Ryan. What's the worst that could happen, Ryan? What's gonna happen, Ryan? To the sense that he's it's, it's like he's waiting for like. It's like they forgot I mean, to enter. I mean, something's going to happen, it's right? It's like it's a play. <laughs> yes, it's like he's waiting for, for the <laughs> it's cue. It's a play, and Luke missed his entrance, so, so Seth is just vamping. Over and over Maybe again. Maybe that's what happened. So yeah, an angst-free Ryan Munch month? That seems ambitious. Yep. It didn't does, even last the night. Didn't even last the night. Also, my favorite thing about this episode that we'll see a trend of is that I feel like in this episode, Ryan has become super aware of the series. Because, like, he's looking, and I I feel like if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, man, this is rough. Anyway, not my concern. And Ryan's like, like, (gasps) this is going to be a problem for me. So many repercussions that I'm going to have to deal with. (laughs) He's like, even if I try to ignore this, I know it's going to somehow, I better just deal with this. It's still going to come back to me. Yeah. Marissa will know that I know she can see into my soul. (sighs) Because she can see the future that directly pertains to her. Exactly. It's her superpower. Yeah. (laughs) It's her selfish superpower. So... Oh, so what I saw in these uh, credits right at the end, special guest star... Colin Hanks! And Paris Hilton. Yep, because this year, 2000, like the TV season of 2003-2004, I swear Paris Hilton guest starred on every single WB show. It's it's like they're like, we gotta get her into it, we just gotta do it. Like, like, look, it's not gonna last forever. She was on Veronica Mars, she was on... um, I want to say ER, which I know is not a and, WB show, they always, but like she guested on every single show, and she always comes in with the weirdest characters. 
in this. We, I think she was playing herself. I don't think she. But no, I. It's, we'll it's, talk about it's it. Unclear. <laughs> it's unclear. It is unclear. So Ryan and Seth have what I have called sex PTSD. Where the next day they are still sitting there staring at each other. <laughs> sitting there in like <laughs> one on the bed, one on the chair with their heads in their hands just like, what happened? Oh no. What is life? They've just been sitting there all night. <laughs> they haven't slept. Nope. They bags just underneath their scared. eyes. Just like with just coffees in their hands. And like, our world has been shaken. They, they have immediately were like, this is, this is our problem. We're going to have to deal with this. We have to deal with this before Marissa finds out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And guess who has to deal with it? Ryan. Because <laughs> this is an episode of Ryan having to deal with things. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan all of a sudden has to deal with... Every, he's, Ryan's had it easy for too long. Ryan was too busy dealing with his own problems. <laughs> now now he gets to deal with everyone else's problems. <laughs> for he is the OC. Okay, and then the restaurant is apparently a disaster. Because they apparently haven't done anything with it at all, I I'm guess. I'm confused. Because I thought they were buying the restaurant. Mm-hmm. No, but from the sounds of what they have to... like, here, I, I will admit... I don't know a lot about owning a restaurant. Or it's my true. Own. I understand it's hard. Yeah, but it, but they're buying the lighthouse and keeping it the, the lighthouse. lighthouse. But it sounds it they it sounds like they're building a new restaurant. Yeah, they start talking about permits and I'm like you already have all the kitchen equipment. You already have the permit so to be a restaurant. What did they waste all of their money on? <laughs> like wh- how much did they have? They must have only had the money to buy the restaurant. Apparently, the restaurant is covered in dust, so they've just been like dusting it. <laughs> What if we just take all this ceiling off? And they like, they do have a head chef, which we find out. Yes. But they don't have a designer. It sounds like they have no serving staff. They're not very sure what to do with the construction. And they have a grand opening date set. So, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. You know what these people are not good at? Running a restaurant. Like, they think they bought a restaurant. Like, all right, now tear it all down. You see that <laughs> oven out there? Throw it out. Throw it to the winds. Because we, we saw the lighthouse, like, on its closing day. And it was still an active restaurant. Yeah. like, And we had that weird scene where Jimmy and Haley were eating in the restaurant. Yeah. like, like And it was fine then. Yeah. So... I, like, like, yeah. well, I also don't know much about permits. I understand like they can't just like get the permit from another guy, but the place is already zoned for a restaurant. Yeah, so they don't need rezoning. Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine they need that much construction. They just need to bring in like their own designer with their own design eye. Yeah, but, but there are entire things they wanted to still be the lighthouse. Yeah, they want to bring it back to what it used to be. Which <laughs> I don't know what that is. I needed Ugh. a better. I needed a better catalyst for this chaos. I don't know. But hey, Kirsten suggests something that was set up a few episodes earlier. A brilliant idea. What if Julie designs? <laughs> because Jimmy. Julie is an up-and-coming designer, and she's cheap, so cheap she's free. Oh, yeah. Kirsten's like, you're probably going to never even ask Julie. Never even considered <laughs> it. They have to bring it up to her again, but Kirsten's like, I mean, you know, I bet Julie will do it for free. She's desperate. <laughs> she definitely wants to help her ex-husband. She's lonely and sexless. Why wouldn't Jimmy blackmail her into doing it? I mean, he hates her. He doesn't want her there. Also, Jimmy's a good person. Also, I think he forgot. I also think he forgot. Because <laughs> he seems to have no awareness this episode. I think he was, like, in some sort of drug haze last episode. Because also, <laughs> Jimmy and her were getting along fine last episode. Yeah, he didn't they, used to hate. Yeah, like, they, they, they were, came to a detente. They were at least cordial with each other. But now he's like, no, I, she can't, I can't, I can't, have I can't be near this. her. This is my happy place. <laughs> 
Sandy brings up, hey, she did a good job on the Newport group. I'm like, Kirsten did that. Yeah, that was a mistake. Oh, no, when she broke into the offices and remodeled everything. Oh, that one. That's what he's talking about. Okay, not not the one where she tried to do it and Yeah, then... and then Kirsten had to do all of it. Yeah, and then yeah. she still got the credit for it. Yes. I assume he means when she broke into the offices and resigned everything. <laughs> maybe. But maybe not. I could, could be wrong. Remember, she wanted to do it extravagant and extreme, but instead it became very, like, modern. Because Kirsten's like, look, you can't do this stuff. You just gotta... You, you have no... You had 48 hours. So, Summer and Marissa have a very similar conversation to the one that Seth and Ryan had, which is a trend on the OC. Yeah. Where Summer's like, no, this is good. You can be independent. But it's distracted because, oh my God. It's Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. His Colin char- Hanks with long 90s hair. His character is called Grady Bridges, but we're going to call him Colin Hanks. Hanks. It's Colin Hanks. He's the star of the TV show, The Valley. No, he's a character on the TV show, The Valley. He's not the star? No, no. They, they met, they, when, the way they talk about him... He has he's, to be a side character. He's, he's the Seth of the Valley. He, he is the Seth of the Valley. Like, yeah. talk about how he um he improvises he, all of his own lines. Yeah. He's so funny. And she mentions like, like he, he's not like I know he's not handsome. He's not pre- he's not the pretty guy, but he's the funny guy. He's not he's not the lead on the Valley. Well, he is shooting an episode in the OC. Let's talk about the Valley for a little bit. It's the OC. But it, they say it's a soap opera. They say it's a primetime soap opera. Primetime soap opera. Which, so it is the OC. It's the OC. It is a, it, which makes me all the more upset that we don't see it. I know. I just went, when they were watching the dailies. I just, I just, well, when they were watching the dailies or when um, Seth and Ron were watching it on the couch. Oh, yeah. I just wanted you to turn just the camera a shot around. where it was Grady Bridges talking to a blonde man. <laughs> and then that girl that we see later, April, yeah. comes on up. As Marissa. As Marissa. And there's a little brunette, like, hopping around. Yeah. And I wanted to be in a house that's suspiciously, suspiciously similar to theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Valley is not known for its taste, so it's like theirs, but weirdly garish. Yeah. So, I'm like, I so much wanted, and I would be shocked because this is the 22nd episode of the first season. <laughs> if they got self-aware by the 22nd episode of the first season. But it seems pretty self-aware. This, There's something I'll mention later, too, where I was like, whoa, wait. Well, I was wondering who if wrote was, this? I was wondering if it was super self-aware or if one of them trying to do, like, well, what if we had, like, a Seth star? Mm. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? But you know this episode plays real well today in 2017. The summer gushes over Colin Hanks. She's so excited that she has her camera phone so they mm-hmm. can take pictures because camera phones, they must have just gotten the ability to take yeah. pictures on phones. Marissa has no concept of like... Yeah, Marissa's other... not into it. Which, which is fine. But, but, but like... She doesn't even like when I meet someone who's an actor who's in something. Yeah, I try to at least feign something, not out of any sort of like personal stuff, but because like oh, like I should. At I least, should be interested in their work. I should, at least, yeah. She she like she just wants to go. And I. <laughs> she is aware of what he is and what his like deal, deal is, is, but she's not into it. Like, he, like he's like he's like oh you're not gonna act like that will are you? And she's like I've never seen your show, and then slaps him across the face. Which I was like, but. TV show, you literally, like, five minutes ago showed us watching her, his <laughs> that show. she was watching The Valley. In, like, a fake previously on. Yeah. So you, so in this episode, you set up that she watches The Valley and then went, ah, oh, she has no idea what it is. And I will say, at this moment, I was convinced that he was going to be into Marissa, not Summer, and that was going to be the goof. Yeah. I was uh-huh. wrong. Well, uh, turns out this little this little interaction got them invited to his birthday party. Because 
again, which is why I was like, he's super into Marissa because she's not into him. Yeah. But I th- no, he invited Summer no. and Marissa and their plus ones. So they're they're all going to his party. They're kind of both. He he's he's doing a little bit of Bolivar Trasking. He's very Bolivar Trasking. What? How would you bring everyone? Oh, you got a weird friend named Luke? Bring him too. <laughs> if you have a friend named Luke, I want you to invite him. How did you know we had a friend named Luke? Everyone has a friend named Luke, and he makes any party better. That's my friend named Luke right over there. It's his publicist. Yeah. Uh, and then Summer and Seth wander off to look at the pictures on her phone. Yeah. And Ryan and Marissa awkwardly try to talk about Tris- Teresa. Well, so Marissa's, like, trying to talk about Teresa, and Ryan's, Ryan is, once again, because he's hyper-aware, is like, Marissa, the Teresa plotline is done. We have a new plotline now, which I can't tell you about. But we need to move on. We need to move on. Which, so, Marissa often bugs me. She bugged me in this episode because she's really flipped, flip-flopped on her stance. <laughs> yeah, she, she can only live in the extremes. She was obsessed with being friends with Ryan for the past two episodes. Obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. No, no you, you, you nailed it. That's the right word. So anyway, let's move on now that I've said that. Julie Cooper is going to take the job. Yeah. And Jimmy is not happy, even though they were getting along last week. But she's very critical and she needs to spend in the low six figures to fix their restaurant. And turns out they really do not have any, any money. money. Where did their money go? What did they spend it on? <laughs> Who knows? They do have a line where Sandy's like, oh, Jimmy, you're really not good with money. And Jimmy's like. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm mostly a criminal. So, that's funny. Uh, but, Kurt, but Kirsten says, I could pitch in. And Sandy he's says, like, no. no. And then Kirsten says, Caleb could help. And they never return to Kirsten. They're like, I have to Sandy to be like, you know what? You're right, Kirsten. You can you pitch can in. You can't help. You can't pitch so in. So, I looked down to write that Kiki offered money. So, I actually thought that Julie offered Caleb's money, which I thought was way funnier. <laughs> no, no. Kirsten's like, hey, Caleb could help. Which instantly puts Sandy and Jimmy on the same side. Which in is, a way, no. well, it's it's a weird in a way because because Sandy's like, no, let Jimmy, let let uh, Julia interior design, yeah. but no Caleb. And Milo and Jimmy's like, we need money from Caleb, but no Julie. <laughs> so both of their happy places are wrecked. Yes, this is their happy places, and it's just just out the window, ruined. But guess what? They really need money. Yeah, they really have zero money. Ryan comes at Luke hard. Oh my god, he has no cool at all. Well, no, no, Aaron, he's done. Yeah. He's like, this is the 22nd episode of this season. I am tired. What else can happen? Uh, we're, you know what? I, we could stretch this out for however long we need to. No, no, no. It's done now. Roll the cameras. Let's go. I just want to live in a house with parents. So he walked in. He's like, hey, Luke, stop banging Julie. And Luke's like, oh, 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 oh. And then he tries to be like, we have a connection. This is the purest version of the difference between episode one Luke and now Luke. Is that Ryan's <laughs> like, you will stop. With everything you're doing. And Luke's like, okay. Yeah, there's no trace of welcome to the OC, bitch. Yeah. He's just like, I don't. um, I love her so much. And Ryan's like, no. No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) Knock it off. You are the worst at this 22 hours. I have spent too much time on this. This this entire thing is is terrible. It's just drama everywhere. I wanted one angst-free week. I just want to live in a house with parents and play some video games with my brother. So you will tell 
the mother of your ex-girlfriend that you are not sleeping with her anymore. And then he slaps him across the face. It looks like, mm. <laughs> Yes, sir. Oh, I think he's like, I am going to LA with Marissa tonight. You will do it while we're gone. It will be a clean break. <laughs> and Luke does not look angry. He's just like, yeah, no, he right. <laughs> Luke's knowing it was wrong all along in his soul because he's a good boy. <laughs> He just needed the OC to... This is like the OC's Batman moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, He, he goes full OC on Luke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With everything but, but the costume. So Seth is watching the valley to, I guess, do some research for the party. Yeah, and we hear a little bit of it in the background, but nothing... Nothing good. Nothing good. I want more. Yeah. And yeah. Ryan compares Seth to Colin Hanks. Which, like, he compares him to Grady. Seth is so much hotter than Colin Hanks. I mean, he has way true. better hair. It's true. It's so true. Well, I mean, Colin Hanks just has bad hair in this episode. Colin Hanks never has good hair, though. He's just most of the time his hair is neutral. When he cut it short in, like, the, uh, like for this decade, effectively, <laughs> he just, the problem is that Colin Hanks is always one decade behind. It's true. It was 2004, and he was wearing 90s hair. That's true. Had he been in, um, Orange County yet? In 2004? I don't know when Orange County came out. Oh, or, I really hope Orange County came out this year. Wait, is, is Orange County the one that he's that's in? That's the one he was in. Because that's the one where he doesn't get into university was, was and that, then he has to... Because Silverman was Jason Biggs. Yeah. Orange County, he doesn't get into university and then he has like an uncle who helps him out and... Oh, I... That's, that's, yeah, that's like 2002. Yes! That makes this even more self-referential and I love it. <laughs> Oh, so good. And, and if and in that one, I remember distinctly, right, he had like a bowl cut. Yes, he sure did. That's why I was like, Colin Hanks never has good hair. Oh, good job, Colin Hanks. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But now Seth's paranoid. Very paranoid. So, so Marissa arrives to have a little talk. But how she's not going to go to L.A. because they need to have alone time. Yeah, like, <laughs> and like Ryan, Ryan puts it absolutely perfectly, which is, you, you want to start this independent thing today. Like right now, you, you you want to do it now, you 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 right, you, you spent right this second. You spent like weeks and weeks essentially being a magnet to me and being, never leaving me alone. Yeah, being like, I need to be your friend. I want to be your friend, Ryan. I'm your friend. I want to be your girlfriend's friend. But now, now right. you want to be into. Good right, God! Right this second. Like like Ryan is infuriated. <laughs> He's so done. <laughs> He's like the series. Sucks. This makes no sense. I don't like... I want the writers to write something better. Why the flip-flop? Where is the character consistency? Please. What, what, what happened last episode that made this happen? Right? Nothing. Yeah. There's, there was no... There, there was, was nothing Teresa said to make Marissa go, Oh, I can't... Or was it when Luke was like, well, You can finally move on when you accept that things won't be the way that they were. And did that make her go... But that Moving was on? no, because that made her be try to be with friends Teresa. with Teresa. That's right. Oh my god. Uh, but but Marissa's <sighs> like, no, you go to LA. I'm gonna hang out with my mom. And Ryan's like, no. Ryan's like, <laughs> so she leaves, and Seth's like, you need to take care of this. And Ryan's like, do I have to take care of everything? And Seth's like, yeah. I'm the brains of this operation. You're the brawn. Because he, because Ryan also needs to take care of convincing their parents that they can go to Hollywood. Yep. Which, I mean, he will because Ryan is Seth's third parent. Yeah. Though, for some reason, when they go do it, Seth takes the lead. I know. He's like, no, you convince them. But first, 
let me try my Seth charm, which is creeping on his parents. Well, I kind of thought he told Ryan to lie. And I was like, but Seth, Ryan can't lie. That is the one skill he definitely does not have. (laughs) That is not in his toolkit. No. But Seth knew Ryan wouldn't lie. But they're, but they're being up front. Seth is yep. like, hey, we want to go to a party in uh, in Hollywood. And Sandy's like, no. And then it is revealed that Ryan's standing there. And he's like, yep, it's safe. We're going to drive there. We'll have the girls. No drugs. No alcohol. No sex. Home by midnight. No, fights. no fights. No fights. He says no fights. <laughs> Call you when I get there. Yeah. So, like, Ryan does the good thing, <laughs> at which point Sandy's like, Fine, Ryan. Ryan, if you're in a... Like, Ryan's Ryan. a good kid. <laughs> All right, Ryan. If you're going to the party, that means Seth can go. <laughs> well, no, he's like, whose party is it? And then Seth's like, oh, it's Colin Hanks. I mean, he says Grady, yeah. but he says Colin Hanks. And then Kiki's like, oh, he's such a cute little boy. Yeah, because how Kiki loves the valley. Yeah, so they're allowed to go, but they need to take a picture and send it to her because a picture... Or she's like, your, your phone can take pictures, right? Yeah, pictures of new autographs. It must which, have just come out. Which, to be fair... It's true. It like, is true. Like, these days, everybody wants to have their photos with the celebrities. They yep. have their photos all over the place. My favorite part of this scene was actually when Sandy, right before Sandy makes a choice whether or not they can go, and it cuts around to Ryan, and then Seth, and then Kirsten looking at him expectantly. <laughs> like, she yeah. wants them to go. <laughs> I also really like the moment where Seth was like, look, I could make up a lie. I could say that we're going to an IMAX movie or Comic-Con, but I'm beyond that. It's like, I know you didn't go to the movie. And I'm like, that was a good, like, arc to grab up. Yes. Like, that was, that was like, from episode two. two? So good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just wrapping all of that <laughs> right back up. That was great. This is a great episode. So... Um, Ryan heads over to Marissa's house because she's back home with her mom. And Marissa is rainbow bright. Yeah. I don't know what has occurred since the last time we saw her. She's got like an off the shoulder uh, shirt and a heart sash. That kind of looks like it's made out of candy. I don't know. And and she found Luke's necklace. And Ryan's like, oh. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan does something that we have that we see okay like it used to happen a lot in Riverdale. We see it occasionally where his mind just separates from his head. He's just like, he's like this is reaffirmed for me that I must make her go to LA. And so he freaks out in a very Ryan way, which is by just like rambling. Oh, he sets up that conversation like crazy. Yeah. And he keeps telling her he's like, We have to go. It'll be fun. You deserve some fun. You haven't had any fun for a long need, time. Look, we need to be independent, but we can be in, but we need to be independent together. So we should go to LA. For the same reason, but separately. But, like, we go to school together, and we live in the same small town. So we're going to be together, but we can be independent together. The thing is that, the thing is that like, unlike Seth, he makes a lot of good points in there. So many good Which points. Is, uh, Marissa, you can't... Ju- you don't have to live on the extremes. Yeah. You Just don't... actually be chill with him. Yeah. The way that he is with Luke. <laughs> yeah, how super chill he is with Luke. Yeah. And then my favorite thing about this is that what this ends with is Ryan saying, It's not about what I want. It's about what you need. <laughs> I know. And it's like... Ryan! All the, like, all of Ryan's, like, double talk and innuendo just cements <laughs> the fact that he knows he's in a TV show now. He has become fully cognizant of what's going on. <laughs> so, Caleb uh. is delighted that Sandy needs him. He is less delighted when Sandy and Jimmy don't immediately grovel, and then he threatens to leave. Yeah. But he I mean, is, he's S- delighted. Sandy throws out a lot of sass. 
Sandy is not happy about this. But then she's mm. finally like, Caleb, I did you a favor. Return the favor. Yeah. And then, then, um, then we learned that literally everyone in this room, which includes Julie and Kirsten, are better at running a restaurant than Sandy and Jimmy. Yep. Because, well, Caleb's supposed to have a meeting with all these, like... The... Super important people. Yeah. The and... tastemakers of the OC. And Julie's like, well, like... Cause... So they're like, hey, Caleb, you should come over and you should eat some of the food. Yeah. Which he's done. Yes. He went to the... he, he, and he asked for that meatloaf. Yeah. So, so um, fine. So they went over. So, like, yeah, Caleb, you should have some of the food. And Caleb's like, no, I have to meet these people. Like, well, they should all have the food. Because they're all very important people, and this will get us a lot of buzz before the restaurant yeah. opens. That would They could be investors. Yeah. It would be good. Now, they don't have access to the set this week, though. No. They don't have access to the lighthouse set. They claim it's covered with dust because they already started with Julie's Renos, which they don't have any money to fund. No, I think it's just constantly covered in dust. <laughs> It just lives on a dust plane. Well, it's like when um uh when Jimmy brought Haley over there and they talk about like asbestos and stuff like falling from. Okay. Yeah, it's like they sold the restaurant to Sandy and Jimmy, and it just started like crumbling around them. <laughs> With without his previous owner there and his like. It was, it's he like had tied like, to it. Yeah, he had like a magic connection to the restaurant. Yeah, and so he walked when... away from it. And the restaurant is just like. Yes, the restaurant is a Horcrux. Yeah. Or he's the restaurant's Horcrux. And he has been destroyed, so now the restaurant begins to crumble. And the restaurant has six more Horcruxes. But oh man, if those ones get destroyed. <laughs> then the restaurant will slash crumble. leave Newport, I guess. So what they need is they need Caleb to agree to be the next Horcrux for yeah. the lighthouse. Yeah. This is a weird business deal. <laughs> but Caleb seems sort of on board with it. So they're going to have their chef, Marco, uh, make all the fancy people some dinner. And... Literally everyone is better at running a restaurant than Sandy and Jimmy because they don't realize it's a good idea until they're talked around. So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I am drinking some tea from a to-go mug. It is really, really, really hot. Yeah. So I can only drink tiny amounts. It's a very good to-go mug, but I had to take the lid off of it because I need the air to get into the tea. To, like, I had this tea for, like, four hours. Feel how hot it is. You can feel the steam. Like, That's pretty, that's pretty yeah. hot. So, so, essentially, the what you're trying to say is that tonight is not a special drink. Tonight's just <laughs> tea in your to-go mug. It's a special tea. It's called Sleigh Ride. Ooh. Because I'm feeling that the winter is coming. It is October. The snow came. We were not here when the snow came. Yes. But it came. <laughs> and it will come again. And it's good. It has cinnamon and fig and black currant, some caffeine, because I have to write a paper tonight. Yeah. 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 We were on vacation. I can't have any alcohol drinks. <laughs> My body you, needs to recover. You had a lot of alcohol drinks. Yeah, I did have a lot of alcohol drinks. Yes. You need to have a buffer on both sides. Exactly. <laughs> That's what vacations are for. Perfect. Kevin, would you like some tea? You just said it was very, very hot. It's very, very hot. So no. I'm going to sip a little. So the crew is stuck in traffic. Marissa try- Mar- There's always more of these moments where Marissa's like, oh, why can't I never get a hold of my mom? <laughs> and Ryan's like, it's, oh, it's And then Marissa's like, she's always sending Caitlin to grandma's house. <laughs> it's, it's, and then mm. I'm like. And then Luke's hanging around just 
fixing her de- defragging her hard drive. But why can't Caitlyn go to Jimmy's house? <laughs> why does Caitlyn always have to go to Grandma's house? I like the idea of them also maybe just sending Caitlyn over to like the Cohen's house. <laughs> Oh, Caitlin, your mom's sending you over again. Yeah. All right. Who, who are you going to hang out with, Caitlin? I'm fine. <laughs> that's, that's not really an answer to the question. All right. I guess you're fine. Do you want to watch the valley? No. I'm just going to stand here and scowl. <laughs> okay. I want a shot where they're going through the rest of the scene and there's just Caitlin in the corner just scowling. Well, she doesn't like people. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She likes her boy fights. Exactly. Which are not at the Cohen's no, house. No, she needs to be in her house of the boy fights. Exactly. Which is why she's always... I guess she's constantly being sent away over to, like, her grandma's. And she got a boy fights there. No. Her grandma lives in a condo. There's no room for that. There's no room for boy fights. She needs, she needs to use, effectively, Marissa's room exactly. and Summer's old room in the basement. In the basement. But uh, they also... I So this is time I was actually... Not paying attention. They start talking about Lord of the Rings? No. So they start talking about what celebrities they want to be at the party. Uh. And they start doing some real 2003 name dropping. <laughs> so um, Summer is hoping that Orlando Bloom will be there because she loves Legolas. Yeah. And then uh, Seth is hoping that Kira Knightley, Natalie Portman, or Kate Botsworth will be there. And then Summer gets mad because he wants the hotties. And he's like, you want Legolas. And then she's like, he's an elf who saved Middle Earth. I love that. I mean, dude, she says something like wrong after. Oh, no. Yeah, that's an important part of European history. Yes. But I'm like, you know what? I'll give you that. I love the idea of Summer being like, he's a hero. Exactly. He helped defeat Sauron. He's an important man. <laughs> and I wish they had. I mean, Orlando Bloom was way too busy at the time being a pirate. But it's too bad they couldn't have gotten him there for a cameo and her to be like, why isn't his hair blonde? They put these, like, fun little things in for Summer that, like, reveals that she's much more, like, nerdy than she, like, outputs to be. And I just, like, ever, like when she was playing, Ga- like, Galaga and when she <laughs> talking about how that Legolas saved Middle Earth. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So Julie gets dropped off from Caleb after the meeting, and Luke is just lurking in the bushes. Yeah, he's straight creeping. He's just, like, squatting there with his hood up, just like, wait, soon she'll come home. And as soon as Caleb drives away, he is running up to the door. Yeah. And Julie's like, what the, what? Which I guess means Caitlin isn't there. I guess so. And then he's like, I, I need to talk to you. I need, I need, I need like, to. What? what are, are you back together with him? Were you just like... Making out with me until you could get down with Grandpa? And then they kiss and sex happens. And you're like, Luke, that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Oh, no. Oh, no. So they enter the party and turns out it is a it is a TV Hollywood party. So it's full of cocaine and strippers. In the, sen- in the, in sen- the sense that the cocaine is... It's there. Yeah. It's, it, it is just off screen. Exactly. It is. You see people leaning down off screen. And the strippers are just girls, like, dancing on Gr- tables. <laughs> girls dressed somewhat immodestly. We've seen Marissa show more skin than the, than the strippers yeah, have. Yeah, like, these girls have worn bathing suits on screen. Remember yeah. the time that Summer wore just a bathing suit top and a jean skirt? Yeah, like, but these strippers are, they're... They're very classy. They're they're very prudish. They are. Yeah. But they do wear a lot of blue eyeshadow. Mm. Mm. And Colin Hanks find those finds those girls. 
right away. Immediately. And he ignores the guys. And he's like, come with me and meet all these people. And he introduces them. And I'm like, none of those people do the job you say they, they do. They definitely don't. Because he's like, this like this is my agent. And it's a guy who's like 18. <laughs> this is my publicist, who's a guy who's like 20. This is my lawyer, who's a guy who's, I don't know, 13 in a sweet Ed Hardy hat. <laughs> This is clearly a thing where he has just, like, assigned fake jobs to members of his squad. Yeah. And I, do you think it's supposed to be a reference to, um, do you know of the Pussy Patrol? No. So that was, like, um, not Topher Grace. Who's the one who's, like, Topher Grace? Who was Spider-Man? Tobey uh, Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire used to hang out with all these, like, young Hollywood kids in New York in the early 2000s. Yeah. And they called themselves the Pussy Patrol. And they were, like, real douches. Well, I mean, I would say it was a reference to Entourage. But Entourage, I'm pretty sure it was just starting in 2004. That's why I think it's a Toby... No. And, well, and, and, yeah, Entour- Toby and Entourage is essentially Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But at least they're grown-ups on Entourage. Yeah. So I, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure this know. is a reference we maybe would have got better yeah. at the time. But none of those people do the jobs that he says no, they do. those are just his friends. But he did introduce a producer, and apparently they want to make a remake, a movie of Golden Girls. Yep. But they're all young and hot. And Summer's like, ha hmm. Yeah, because Summer knows <laughs> what Golden Girls is about. Yeah, and it's not that. Meanwhile, Ryan has borrowed Seth's cell phone and wandered off. And are you telling me the Coens have still not given him his own cell phone? Nah. This is shocking. <laughs> shocking to me. In 2003, it was super easy to add another line to your plan. I, I love, I actually, I much li- rather enjoy the concept that they constantly try to give him a cell phone. He's like, no, I don't use a cell phone. And they're like, Ryan, you use a cell phone all the time. Take the cell phone. He's like, I don't need a cell phone. I don't need you to give me things. I'm not fancy. D- r- d- d- you take a cell phone. That's true. They probably have tried to give him a cell phone many a time. He's like, more, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> like, what do I need to? I just borrow Seth's. Seth's <laughs> always around. I'm always with him. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so now we get <laughs> now we get the introduction of Paris Hilton, who here's the thing. Seth would have said it was Paris Hilton. I think she was playing herself though. But the, but the problem is that neither Seth nor Summer react to her as Paris Hilton. They react to her as, hey, look at this hot blonde woman. I guess. I mean this was like when she was this was when the simple life like first yeah. started. She was and I think maybe if you live in LA, like maybe Paris Hilton sightings are just well, like she, a day at she the also, beach. She says that she hates people in LA. No, she says she hates people from the OC. No, no, she's in L.A. Oh. And then she, then she says, we're not from L.A., we're from Newport. And she's like, gross. And then she walks away. I'll tell you later why I think she was playing herself. <laughs> well, we'll unravel this Paris Hilton mystery. Stay with us, folks. So Ryan, you know, walking around and then uh, Marissa comes up to him. They chit-chat they about They chit-chat a little life. bit. And then a girl leans down. One of those strippers we were talking about. One of those modest, modestly dressed strippers we were talking about. And who's that? It's Haley. Yeah. She's not a yoga teacher at Club Med. Because there was a throwaway line earlier. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, no, Haley's they, in. They got a letter and they're like, oh, Haley's in, she's in aerobics. It's her during Club Med in. Um, Turks and Caicos? Tur- yeah. It's a, place with a, it's a place with an and in it. It's either Trinidad and Tobago or Turks and Caicos. And I think it's probably Turks and Caicos. It's Turks and Caicos. Yeah. yeah. It's like how we have Newfoundland and Labrador. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just two places. And to be fair, at that moment, I only thought that was just to have to remind everyone that Jimmy had feelings for her. Because she says, yeah. and Jimmy goes, oh, 
she's doing well. And then he looks wistfully in the And I distance. thought it was mostly just about how sad Jimmy is. <laughs> but it was not about how sad Jimmy is. It was because Haley's coming on back. Yeah, and she's there and she's super frightened by this. Yep. Luckily, the club owner bustles on in and he's like, hey, double for couples. Move on, Haley. The magic club owner. Who is always who there. Who is obsessed with Haley. He is forever where Haley is. He'll, he... I think he has feelings for Haley. He definitely has feelings for Haley. Yeah. like There's this, no other explanation for his behavior. There's this drama going on where he's like, I love that stripper so much. But I can't let her know because she might think I'll take her away from this life and I need her to be in this life. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll lose her. So now a smash cut to the other party where Caleb has turned whatever dinner he was supposed to have with these people, which is never fully explained, yeah. into a pitch for his new restaurant. Yeah, and I'm like, can you imagine that? You like, think you're going to dinner? And then he's just like, I got a better idea. How about we go to my daughter's place? And you give me some money. But he gives a very inspired... I mean, they all give an inspiring call for action. It's a very good speech. Despite the fact that they're all... Like, none of them have this planned at all. They yeah. all are, like, adding in very... It's, like, all very syner- synchronized, synergist... Like, like, if I was one of those people looking at that, number one, I would be so rich. Number two, <laughs> um, I would be like, man, they planned this. This is good. The way that they, like, their sentences led into each other's yes. sentences. I'm, it's like a script writer wrote this. Hmm. Hmm. Julie whips in a little bit late while Luke sad walks down the street. I just want to mention just a little bit um, about the party. And when I first saw that, I thought Kirsten was wearing a robe. <laughs> her wrap dress is very robe like yeah i guess it's like blue is it's the it's that dark blue you always see with, with like, like the, the white little, yeah like that she's wearing a robe well i mean it is her house she's a comfortable hostess but yeah luke's uh driving down the street and he listens to the voicemail from right as you just sent him a threatening voicemail <laughs> the voicemail is like hey luke I hope you took care of it. Take care of it. Ryan knows he didn't take care of it. <laughs> Ryan knows what's going on. He's like, okay, Luke got there. He tried to say something. I bet, I God, they had sex in Miss Cooper was pretty. All right. Oh. All right. Uh, hey, Luke, I sure hope you did it. Do it. <laughs> and then Luke whips his car around. Luke pulls a Yui, and I'm like, oh, God, he's going to just crash the party? <laughs> he's just going to run the truck into the front of the house. <laughs> Julie, we can't be having sex anymore. <laughs> I miss this going. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so um, Sandy is not happy about this. No, he feels like no. he's losing everything. He's such a sellout. But Jimmy's like, no, we got to do this. Except that then Ryan calls. Ryan is done with everything. He's like, no, Haley's a stripper. Screw it. I'm calling Sandy right now. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to. I was going to have a nice night in L.A. And I was going to have a nice night in the L.A. <laughs> But instead... I have to deal with this bull. Because my adopted aunt? I don't know what my relationship is to her. Haley. She's doing something bad. Uh, they, they do say when they push her up on stage, like, do what? Do you need more Do you need more coke? So apparently she's doing coke. Great. Uh, but he called Sandy and is like, hey... And Sandy <laughs> repeats just enough to make Jimmy lose his mind. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're at a party? Haley, stripper. <laughs> she was like, "There are strippers." What? 
guns, dragons, an ocean liner. <laughs> you were like, wait, what? Heart of the ocean? What are you talking about? The Titanic has risen? An old lady? <laughs> I thought she did. Oh, Br- Britney Spears music video, I see. Oh, they're talking about a Britney Spears music <laughs> video. I got it now. Oh. I know that Jimmy goes back to sitting. He's all calm now. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he's got just enough that hey, Sandy hangs up the phone and Jimmy's like, what about Haley? And then Sandy just fills him in. Yeah. Like all his weird like <laughs> words he says. No, no, no. He just, oh, just gives him the details. And then Caleb comes in. He's super upset because his meatloaf. Which well, he knows the specialty of the restaurant is meatloaf. He's already been to the restaurant. Yeah. And he's like, no, you got to go get these people out here are fancy. They don't want none of this. Go to a different restaurant and buy their seafood while I stall. Hey, Marco, how fast can you make seafood? And I wish he would just respond with, not that fast. What? What? Why? <laughs> the meatloaf is done. People will like it. Jimmy gives a beautiful speech about how like this restaurant is supposed to be like fun and it's a time it's like the ability for them to like celebrate celebrate and all these things and it's nice but it's really all it covers so he can storm <laughs> off and go <laughs> find Haley. so he, he's set he's setting he's just randomly oh, yeah, like he is setting all over the he's place he's saying things and he stops he's like all right, that's probably good enough i'm gonna leave now and then he leaves and away he goes <sighs> so back to party number <laughs> wait, one no, wait because this entire scene is just full of weird random nonsense oh that's great kirsten kirsten looks at julie goes Julie, is that a, Julie goes curling, curling iron burn, burn myself with curling because she has a very obvious hickey on her. Julie <laughs> is very bad at having an affair. She's just terrible. There's so many random moments in this episode where it's just people being like, you're having an affair. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're having an affair. Everyone's slowly just like finding out about the affair through osmosis. But uh, Ryan and Marissa decide the only choice they have is to Find Haley because Ryan needs to finish this. Yeah, he's just done. He's this done. drama is not going to lead on for seven more episodes. Uh, <laughs> we're ending the season now. These kids, they're going to record a podcast in 14 years. <laughs> they're going to need to get back to Riverdale. So <laughs> I'm going to give them what they the need. Season needs to end now. Uh, we get a little bit of Colin Hanks talking to Summer mm-hmm. about... He invites her to go and... Is this when he invites her? No, not yet. Yeah, he says, let's go. I have an... I have a he episode. has the dailies. No, no. Or he no, he, he says, says he, I have an episode that hasn't been released yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we find it later. Yeah. And then Paris Hilton comes on up to Seth. And apparently she's a magical girl. <laughs> yep. She is working on her master's. Magical realism in American literature. And then there's all of these things that she thinks are better than other things. And has Seth read she, this? She talks about Thomas Pynchon and Gravity's Rainbow. And I'm like, oh, cool. Gravity's Rainbow is what you bring up. She's not playing herself. But then at the end of the scene, she looks at Seth and she's like, don't tell anyone I'm doing my master's. And that's when I was like, is she playing herself? Well, the reason that I'm still thinking that she's not because I think it's... Oh, God. It's, but then who would he tell? I... You know what, the OC? This is a good episode. This one thing you did was bad. And she takes a picture with his phone. And she says, um, pictures with a new autograph. So I still think she's Paris Hilton. Yeah. I mean, she might be. It's just so weird that, like, no one... No one is... Ex- well, I mean, maybe Paris Hilton wasn't big enough in 2003. 2004 by now, probably, because this is the second half of the season. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Gravity. It's, there was something like the sentence that she that she said talking about what she was doing felt like like set like we were looking in on Seth's fever dream. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I I was gonna say where he's like, yes, Paris Hilton is this thing. And if I ever met her, I'd be so cool. I wouldn't even acknowledge she's Paris Hilton. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, this entire the entire joke of that thing is that she's playing. She's supposed to be playing someone who's the opposite of Paris Hilton. But I don't know what that is f- to Seth. I don't yeah. know what Seth gets out of that. I don't know how this is a. And he doesn't seem it, that into her. He doesn't even bug like like Summer's a little bit upset, but she doesn't even bug her that much. No, and he doesn't seem that into it. He's there, just like okay. There's no real like. There's no stakes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I just I just want to say um, this um, hey, this may be a personal thing that other uh, maybe academics either disagree. Gravity's rainbow is not the best magical realism in like for for uh, for like American literature. It's just I'm giving Kevin a blank stare because I've not read it and I'm not familiar with the work, but I believe you. I don't know it was it was just it was just like um, it was the obvious pull. I feel like which may sound very um pretentious of me but this is written by someone who did a google yeah i don't know and this was the first hit result and they were like yep reference done yeah but summer sees um the photo being taken and goes off with colin hanks because she also wants to hang out with a celebrity yeah like literally she just wants to hang out yeah and she wants to watch she like she She wants wants to to watch watch the the episode which which confuses colin hanks entirely he's like i thought i was being clever (laughs) nope so sandy's sitting outside Caleb comes and, like, vaguely razzes him, and Sandy immediately spills the Haley beans. Yeah, well, he's like, well, I guess your partner, that's what happens when your partner leaves. And he's like, my partner did, like, Sandy's on top of it. He's like, he went to go get Haley, because guess what? She's a stripper. And Caleb's like, oh. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so we alluded to this. Summer just really likes the show. She is not that into Colin Hanks. Yeah. And he, like, tries to talk to her, and she's like, I'm watching. And he's like, I'm you, I'm not in that scene. And she's like, yeah, it's a really good scene. <laughs> she's more interested in the show than she is in Colin. Yes. Uh, so now Seth has also discovered that Haley, because Haley's always there. Yep. And so is, so is the club owner. Because they walk vaguely near Haley. Yeah. And the club owner's like, he's back. To, oh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing? Leave my girl alone. Leave her alone. And Ryan's ready to fight, but they're all, they're all just kicked out. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. And now Seth's like, I, I need to break in. I, like, I need to do something. And he's like freaking out. But Marissa has a plan. It's a pretty good it's plan. It's an amazing plan. Marissa does that. Like, remember when she didn't want to, she wanted to hang out with Ryan. Oh, when Ryan was living in the pool house, yeah. in the um, model home. Yeah. And she told Luke that she was going for a bikini wax. <laughs> yeah, so that he was, because so like, he wouldn't come I, with her. I don't like girl things. She's very good. Uh... <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the party, shocking, not at all shockingly, shockingly, they love the meatloaf. And Caleb does give, he's, he's like, this is what it's about, bringing comfort food back. Exactly. Down home food. Meanwhile, Luke's being a real creep. He just keeps <laughs> popping up behind windows. I assume he's just been waiting at the window ambushing <laughs> everyone until <laughs> Julie's there. And mostly it's just been like either the socialites... Or the, or the kitchen staff. And the socialites are too drunk. And the kitchen staff are like, oh, there's often which, creeps outside windows. Which, which is why the kitchen staff, like, they know what's going on. Like, whenever Julie, like, talks to him, they're like, 
They look at her and she's like, oh, yeah, no, you saw the guy. Yeah, I'm talking to the guy. And they're like, thumbs up. So eventually she tells him to, like, go back to her house. (laughs) Go back to your spot in the bushes. I'll deal with you later. Grown-up things are grown-upping right now. So then he goes and squats in the bushes waiting. So Marissa has awesome hijinks. This, this is great. So Marissa's there, and there's a bouncer. They're going in through the... So uh, Seth ran off to find Summer. Yeah. And Ryan and Marissa are going to try to get in through the VIP and door. And Marissa comes up with this immediately. Because she's like, hey, Ryan, wait like three minutes. And meet me at the VIP door. Yeah. I got an idea. So she goes there, and she's like, oh, my God, I want to come in. And the guy's like, no, these are VIP doors. No coming in for you. And then Ryan comes walking up and in I, his Ryan way. I don't know if she told Ryan what oh, was going on. Oh, absolutely not. He has no idea. And she looks at Ryan and she goes, oh my god, I love you so much. Do you watch The Valley? And the bouncer's like, no. I have a job. And she's like, oh, he is so good. He is so amazing. Ah, I just love you. And she hugs him and Ryan looks awkward. Like, he's not really getting into it. <laughs> and the guy's like, are you here for the party? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I come in with you? And Ryan looks at the bouncer and the bouncer's like, you're only going to be a teen idol once. <laughs> yeah, he says, be nice. You're only going to be a teen idol once. And he lets him in. And the bouncer's, like, really happy. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah. I, I did a good deed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I can go home proud. I let that teenager in, and I told him to be nice to the other teenager. So we come back a little bit to, to like, Colin takes the car. And I'm confused what he's talking about. He's like, because like, we got the dailies. For those who don't know, dailies are just... The shots. Yeah, it's like what they recorded that yeah, day. Yeah, there's there's no editing to them, nothing of like that at all. But he's talking about, like, which shot do you like better? I'm like, you don't have a choice in that, Colin Hanks. I mean, Colin Hanks does get to improvise a lot of his own lines. So maybe he maybe, has more maybe creative he does, control but he, than But he's also typical... talking, like, I like the way he did that line, but the lighting in this one is better. I'm like... Yeah, it's not well written. He had to be you... like, I like the way I did the line in that one, but the other one her reaction to how funny i was yeah like are you the editor yeah <laughs> what, he, are mean, you directing this like if he said i'm directing this episode i've dated uh, shocking shocking reveal i've dated actors i'm an actor for those of you who don't know and i've like you know had guys i've dated who have written shows and i've seen you know different versions of the show yeah and there are self-absorbed actors who after you see their show will just want to talk to you about their show and how they did it and the changes they made and did you notice the subtle difference i made in this line this one time for like two hours afterwards so i get what they were going I'm, for i'm probably more it chill about it i'm probably more chill about it if he said line both times but one time he said the lighting yeah he definitely said yeah, the I'm lighting like, that's not really your concern. It would have been, been fine if he was like, well, I saw the line really good in that one. But in the other one, I liked how the light hit my face. Yeah. Like, that is Maybe, maybe he was just, more clarified about that. So. Yeah. Where it's like, I thought I looked handsome in one, but I was funny in the other. But Summer's Which like, like better? this is boring. Let's go back He's to like, the party. I'm bored now. We're watching dailies. And so then he plays his, like, self-indulgent music, which is not good. <laughs> not good. Then Seth hears the self-indulgent music and is like, yeah, I know where Summer is. <laughs> and, he, and, like, you know, he goes in to try to kiss her. And Summer's like, it, no. Ew. No. And then Seth comes in. And then this other girl, Amber, Alice, Amber? April. April. April comes in. And and April is Colin Hanks' girlfriend. And he, and she gets very upset, and he gets very upset. She brings up the things she said to um, uh, Seth, which is like, could you really date each other? Like, what if you broke up? Wouldn't that be, like, terrible? Which is funny, because I'm pretty sure that Rachel Bilson and Adam Brody were already dating by this point. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, Colin Hanks runs out of Chaser, and Summer is, like, really happy. She just, like, messed with these actors. <laughs> Like, do you want to go back inside now? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, sure. 
So they all go back inside. Like, there's no consequence to anything that just happened. They're just like, hey, high five. The Paris Hilton thing, the Colin Hanks thing, they pretty much just, like, had it happen. And then they're like, cool. High five, guys. What a night we had in the L.A. <laughs> so uh, they go back into the club where yeah. Haley has changed for the night and is going home. Oh, up. Uh- Wait, does Seth get back inside? Or do they all get thrown out outside? Well, Seth cannot get back inside. The entire point is he's not allowed back inside. Oh, that's right. So they must meet up again outside. Yeah. But, um, so Ryan and Marissa are back in. And, of course, the club owner is obsessed with Haley. They stand by Haley. They're like, Haley, let's go. And she's like, I don't know if I want to. And, of course. He just comes around the corner and is like, what are you doing back in here? I threw you out. (laughs) How did you get in here? And then they go outside. And there's already Jimmy just, like, walking (laughs) up. Who's like, hey, what you doing? Because the club owner is like, oh, I'm going to give you the old what for. Jimmy's like, you want to beat up kids? And then she's like, Dad. And the club owner's like, Dad, what? You're a dad? <laughs> I don't understand why that's an and then, and then he's like, yeah, and you're, you're someone who's my age who's pretending to be 25. Get out of here. <laughs> this entire scene's chaos. <laughs> the club owner's just like, oh. All right. Okay. <laughs> he fired Haley also. Which... Like, like those people... <laughs> He, he's a te- I mean to be fair he's supposed to be a terrible club owner but he is not running this business well no he's like these people keep harassing you you're fired <laughs> what <laughs> that's not how you keep your strippers around yeah, club owner you protect them from the harassers like he doesn't know their relationship all he knows is these two people are harassing like his he's employee. one dancer forever so he fires the dancer he is a very bad at running a business guys almost as bad as Sandy and Jimmy but then it's time to say goodbye, and they all wander off. And first, there's a little tiny scene where Haley's embarrassed and sad. And Jimmy's just like, let's just go home. I have a question, Aaron. Yeah. Is it weird that Marissa doesn't talk to her dad in this scene? Well, she says, Dad! <laughs> She's like, ah, it's probably nothing. Well, and then Jimmy's like, Jimmy does say to them, hey, you guys should go home. I'm going to give Haley a ride. It just feels so weird. <laughs> but she's just like, okay. All right, Dad. Bye, Dad! So we do have a scene where they walk off into the night because they've parked so far away from the club. Of course. Yeah, they yeah, of course not gonna park very it's LA. close. Yeah. I do love I love the flared jeans the girls are wearing. Oh yeah, no, like, uh... now that we live in the world of skinny jeans. It's real good. And they just banter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Lots so, of good banter. No surprise to anyone at all. The fancy people, they like the meatloaf. Yeah. They loved it. They're going to invest in that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy brings in Haley, and she's like, I picked her up from the airport. And all the guys are like, ah, yes, the <laughs> yeah, airport. Like, Excellent. And Kirsten, here's the thing. Kirsten reacts to Haley as if she knew. Because, like, the way that she's like, hug, and you should have a shower, and things like this. Doesn't seem like, oh, you came back from Club Med? I don't think Kirsten ever believes anything Haley says. So she's like, Haley said it was Club Med. That can't be true. Yeah, because like... She looks dead in the eyes. Now, now Julie, of course, is, uh, you know... Oblivious. Yeah, she's like, ugh, she's back. Does not does not like Haley. No. No. But yeah, Kirsten knows. But like, good for the guys for all lying for her. Yep. So this means now that Caleb now owes Sandy one again. Yeah, he says thanks for bringing... Yeah. He says, thanks for bringing my daughter yep. back to uh, to Jimmy. He's going to invest in the restaurant, but and he's going to let them do it their way. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. Because <laughs> their way is the best way. Exactly. Uh, Luke jumps out of the bushes. 
breaks up with Julie. Breaks up with Julie. And she's very smug about it because she's got Caleb just waiting back there. And Caleb is a grown-up who's rich. So he's better than Luke. Yeah, Luke's, Luke like sadly walks away. He looks back at her a few times and he leaves. And Julie's like, doesn't even go inside. No, she's immediately like, she just pulls out her cell phone. Which is funny because she could have just shouted at him. She could have just been like, hey, Cal! Hey! We can go on a date! But, yeah, she's not heartbroken. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Marissa goes home with Ryan? And again, Marissa's like, oh... Some because Ryan's like, I can't believe they're watching the valley. And she's like, Summer says that show's addictive. And I'm like, Marissa, we've seen you watching it. Stop playing so cool. <laughs> Stop trying to be a cool kid who doesn't watch the valley. You were you did not fall asleep. You had you were watching that show. Watch the valley. And I'm like, well, it's a good thing that Marissa didn't go home with didn't go back to her home at her mom's place. This is where she was staying, remember? Yep. Because that well, literally that that talk was just happening. But you know, we don't quite know the timeline. Like, did the party end at eleven thirty and then these guys got home at We do know the timeline because Luke immediately comes running into the oh, Cohen's house right. and he, like and he did not stand outside waiting in the bushes for a while there. He just I walked mean, up and was like that breakup was pretty short though. She probably would have walked up for just the tail end if anyone would have been like, Why is Luke at my house all the time? Defragging the hard drive. Oh of course. Uh, right. But Luke comes into the Cohen house. He's like, hey, where's uh, Ryan? I need Ryan. I need to give him the update right now. And she's like, yeah, he's in the pool house. And Luke comes running in and goes, okay, Ryan, I did what you want. I'm going to stop sleeping with Julie Cooper. He says, yeah, he's like, I am, am going to no longer sleep with Julie Cooper. And then Marissa walks out of the bathroom. Because of course she does. Because obviously. What really upsets me about the way that this episode, like did things is that the way that this plot got revealed and then then expanded on was dumb you could have done it in a much more clever way yeah and less contrived like the way that it's like they wanted to have the thing where ryan's like leaving traces and he sees luke except for they forgot to do it before wrapping up the Teresa plot yeah like they could have done it where where he goes to find trees and he's like oh no then he turns around and goes oh no like he's like i well also, then be like, oh no, I, the watch that is so important to me, you know, you see it all the time. That watch. I, it's, like the, it's like from Gallivant when she has the, um, oh, the, necklace? the necklace that she never takes off. <laughs> never seen that before. Um, and then it ends with like, she could have. She could have still been in the room and Luke could have just been shouting as he walked through the door. Yeah, or she could have. Um, Gone she, home. Yeah, she could have caught them. And I was like, she could have caught them and then. They didn't see her, and then there's a whole new thing. She knows that this happened, but Luke doesn't know that she knows, and neither does Julie know that she knows. But then we wouldn't have gotten the fun, well-trodden ground where Ryan knows a secret and kept it from her. And you know they love that old chestnut. <sighs> and they're going, and once again, like, it's like they're trying really hard to make Ryan be bad. Like, because the only thing's going to come out with him being like, I'm sorry I didn't tell you the truth about it. I should have told you. I should have told you like I told you every time. But I'm like, but you keep putting him in this position, show. Yeah. It's not his fault. This, this is your fault. <laughs> he is a good man who's trying to do good things. It would have been, I, I just think it would have been better if, like, at that point now she has a secret. Like, they all know, but none of them can tell each other. Yes. And you know what? Marissa needs a secret for some time. Although you know that she just walk up and try to trick Luke. No, nah, no, nah, she's pure. Because she'd be like, so, Luke, 
what were you doing last night? It's, it's true. That's exactly what you do. She'd be like, hey, Luke, who have you been sleeping with? No one. Really? Because I know you've been sleeping with my mother, which means now you're both sleeping with my mother and a liar. Boom. Marissa. And Luke's like, I mean, yeah, I've been lying about it for a while. So, Aaron, yeah, in this episode, do you think you find yourself a CW moment? Oh, and how. So, a CW moment, for those who uh, would like to know, is a moment where a show uh, casts aside all logic and reason and replaces it with drama. With drama. drama. I like how I'm not allowed to say that anymore because I always get it flipped. No, you can say it. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> it's good. Um, this episode was full of many CW moments. <laughs> it, it was hard to It was choose. a big CW moment. The entire episode was one long CW moment. And you know... So I've been listening to The Greatest Gen a lot recently, and you can tell that they always pick their drunk Shimodas like, when they watch the episode. Yeah. I somehow always forget you, that we need to have a CW moment. Would you like me to go first then? Oh, but that will just wreck everything. Yes, go first. All right. Uh, my CW moment, because there's a lot of things that this episode hinges on coincidence. Hmm. It hinges on... The, on the fact that um, uh, Ryan and Seth go to get the watch, just as, you know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, as, as a, Luke happens to be leaving. Yeah, out of a different hotel room than they've ever stayed in. More time than they've ever stayed in. It, it hinges on Marissa being in the room when that happens. It hinges on Haley working that night and go, approaching Ryan. Yeah. Like, it hinges on it a lot of things. Lot. But I think the most egregious one, the one I'll say that had the most drama, is Jimmy just being in the alleyway. <laughs> They because, just happened to walk up at that time. Yeah, like, what, I don't know, what he's, was he going to break in through the back door? Well, I mean, I assume he just could have walked into the club. Yeah, like, the, like the fact that he didn't, like, he, he could have saw them in the club and followed them out. But instead, no, he's just wandering down the back alley being like, I wonder what will happen when I'm back. Oh, look, there we go. Maybe he was also planning on going in through the VIP entrance. And he'd yeah. be like, do you know who I am? Notorious criminal, Jimmy Cooper. <laughs> oh, coming right in, sir. <laughs> It just seems to me that that, that is I, – I am, I'm a big fan of coincidence in – I think it's – coincidence is what makes, yeah. like, stories interesting because they're things that don't happen in real life. But something about this, because there's no logic as to why he was there. And they don't justify yeah. it at all. It, it makes sense why Seth and – it makes as much sense as they gave us as why Seth and Ryan were there with, um, with uh, Julie and uh, – mm-hmm. Uh, Luke. Luke. Yeah. It makes as much sense why Haley was like all that stuff makes sense. It doesn't make sense why Jimmy was just walking down the back alley of the bar of the club he wanted to get into. It's true. This is a true statement. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, figure out your CW moment? Mine now? Is, has to be Paris Hilton. It's true. Like, like she, just Paris. Who is she playing? What is her point? Well, her her entire thing feels like that's supposed to set up drama that someone will be like. I'm mad at you, Seth, because you were hanging out with who might be Paris Hilton, but who might not be. I'm unclear. It's It seems to me like they wrote more scenes for her, and she wasn't very good, so, and this is what we're left with. So instead she walks up behind Seth, and it's just like, <sighs> I'm into fantasy magic. I'm a cool girl. <laughs> Seth's like, why are, you, why are you telling me this? I prompted this. In no way. I'm not interacting with you. You just walked up behind me and sighed and went, school's hard. <laughs> like, and I, I have to believe you're lying. None of what you said is true. She just sized him up and was like, he seems like a nerd boy. You're some, like this. You're some form of prostitute? 
Paris Hilton? Like, like what are the, you an we escort? Do, we don't know if it's Paris Hilton or not. Fans, tell us, is it Paris Hilton? <laughs> Play a new game called "Is It Paris Hilton?" Who is she playing? Is it Paris Hilton? That's that's all we're gonna do with the OC for now. For now, uh, we 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 might do more of this breaks in the episode. It if, depends. Like, I don't feel like we should do single episode. Like, I. You know, we sort of need some consistency, but when, over like the winter break, I think maybe we'll do yeah. some. Or if there's like a two week gap, yeah. we're doing weird things, so if, who knows how it's gonna? Yeah, I mean, because we don't want to stop. We obviously want to finish doing the OC. Yeah, uh, but it seems weird to even also do it alongside Riverdale. If hey, if you in the audience uh, have a, an idea that you want that have your own like feelings about it, let us know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what we can do. Uh, but next week's going to be Riverdale. Riverdale! Yeah, yeah. Woot woot. As always, I remind you, follow our Twitter on Wednesday when we're going to be doing some live tweeting of the season two premiere. Yeah. We'll have some wings. Wings? Wings. You have to say wings, Erin. You have to say wings. We'll have some wings. Yes. I may have a beer or two. So, yeah, so check out the Twitter account. It'll be Podcast Moa. That's where you can get all of that. Uh, also, we have an Instagram account. It's also Podcast Moa. So, that's Podcast MOA all over the place. You can also email us at Podcast Moa, Podcast MOA at gmail.com. Yeah. 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 And you can always rate, review, subscribe on your podcast listener choice device. Yes. Um, reviews really help us. It's how people find us. And especially with this new season of Riverdale coming out, we want people to know that we are the OG Riverdale podcast and we will bring all the goofs. You can join us every Monday as we unpack the episode that just came out in all of its, all of its glory. I'm sure it'll be glorious. It's going to be so good. What will Marissa do with her new discovery? With their finances settled, will the lighthouse launch be a success? Will Ryan ever get to have his angst-free week? For answers to all this and more, join us at some point on Mr. Yasiris and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? 